you survived another week. Thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the Black Man with the Gun Show. This is episode 348. This week, Brandon Wright from G4S ITI, Master Instructor, talks about competition shooting and gives some tips. YouTuber Hank Strange is on board. And I'm just thankful I got you as a friend. All this and more coming up next. This is the Pro Gun Variety Show for the cool people in the gun community. My name is Reverend Ken Blanchard, and I talk to and about newsmakers, producers, and things that matter to you. I know what you're going through. I'm your friend and brother from another mother, known around the world as the black man with a gun. And this is what cool sounds like. Welcome to the Black Man with a Gun Show. Pause with me now as John Wayne leads us in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Now, I just want to thank you for being a part of this show. I was working on a... um, an ebook that should be out in about a week or two. So I figure out how to make it, you know, easy to share about niche marketing and maintaining your motivation through this whole new social media podcasting thing. And I just realized that I owe you. Yeah. I've been podcasting since 2007 and blogging since 2000 without a clue. Didn't know much about keywords, Google AdWords, social media, anything. And yet you found me and you even like me. I didn't make it easy. I got multiple Facebook pages, my blog, and many social media sites on Ning. And I'm all over the place. Am I the urban shooter or the black man with a gun? Do you look for Ken Blanchard with two N's or what? I mean, I'm like all over the place. So my hat's off to you for just putting up with me. Since 2007, talking about life, talking about guns and gun rights, talking about whatever made me happy at the moment, talking about things that can make you better, sharing what's right and wrong with America, uh, just being your friend and brother from another mother. This has been an interesting role. And as I was writing my thoughts down, I saw all the things that I did wrong. And thought, wow, thank you for getting it. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for listening. In the last couple of weeks, I've gotten a lot of phone calls, a lot of emails from you as a friend. I mean, I've been just sharing so much stuff about me and my struggles and journey. And it's like, we just, we real friends for real. I just haven't seen you or met you, but. Thanks. Thanks. You just, y'all help. Sometimes you don't even know. I appreciate that. My wife always says, what are you smiling about? So I just heard from Carl or my man, Mr. Gadgets, just talked to me and told me about his family struggles and family history. What? Do you know these people? I haven't heard from Frank in a while. And she would say, Have you met any of these people? And I was like, no. 
we finally just met Barbara and, and Mike. How come these people are so close to you? I say, well, they actually, they, they listen. And I realized that the podcast is not even about numbers and trying to make money off this thing. It's, it's to connect with people. That was my original goal. So thank you for allowing me to do that. Thank you for being a part of my life. This is the 348th episode of the internet radio show known as the Black Man with a Gun. This week I got two interviews that will let you know a little bit about the YouTuber and new shooter known as Hank Strange. And before that, a new friend that served four years as a law enforcement officer, four years as a state trooper for the Virginia State Police, local member of the SWAT team, nine years experience as a firearms instructor. And I just met him at G4S ITI, where he is a master instructor, Brandon Wright. Really cool guy. He's going to give us some tips and some insight about comp- competition shooting. And uh, it's, some, it's, a good, it's a good listen. I got a chance to hook up this week again with my brother from Utah, Devin of TopGunReview.com. If you're a new shooter, please check out his reviews of guns and gear. I can't say thank you enough. Please, um, if you know anything about um, social media, call yourself expert or knowledgeable, shoot me an email to blackmailthegun at gmail.com and I want to just throw some stuff at you and get your opinion. Like I have uh, about four or five Facebook pages. Should I leave them alone or should I consolidate them? Questions like that. I, I just want to know. I'm going to keep this one uh, short. I'm not going to try to just blab too much. But their show notes can be found at blackmanwithagun.com. And you'll see uh, a flashbang video from Lola Strange. And there's a picture of Brandon, winner of a local couple local matches just recently. All on notes for episode number 348 when I put them up. You can find this show on Spreaker, on Stitcher Radio, and on iTunes. Thanks. Brandon Wright, welcome to the show. Thank you. Master instructor for G4S International Training, Inc., and also competitive shooter. Um, I was looking at your bio. What, what did you just win lately? Um, the big one was the 2013 IDPA Nationals. Uh, I was able to uh, uh, pull a win out on that. Uh, and and then I recently won uh, North Carolina State USPSA match. And I just recently, as of this weekend, won the Maryland uh, USPSA match as well. And, wh- and what are you shooting? I shoot production. I uh, shoot a Smith & Wesson M&P Pro uh, with um, Atlanta Arms Ammo. You got any, like, fancy sights on it? Yeah, I've got, um, so so I don't run a, a factory gun, and, I, and I'll tell you the one thing that I found out about shooting in competitive shooting is that nobody runs a factory gun. Um, 
I run uh, Warren Tactical Sights. I've got the uh, red fiber in the front and a blacked-out back. Uh, it's actually the Savigny uh, rear sight on one of the guns, and then all the other ones I have, uh, the Warren uh, signature Warren sight for the rear sight. Um, and for the internals for my M&Ps, I've had uh, Dan Burwell from Burwell Gunsmithing uh, work the triggers over and give them a production legal, ESP legal, SSP legal trigger job to them. And uh, that's really enhanced the, the performance of the gun. Well, folks will be high on spending the money, but it still comes down to the shooter, though. It does. It does. Uh, you know, a lot of times people invest in, in many different guns, and they're looking for that one gun is going to make them perform. And, and what I tell people time and time again is to practice with a gun that you have confidence in, a gun that you like, uh, and just work with that gun in and out. I've, I shot Glock 34s for probably the first two years and absolutely loved them. Uh, nothing wrong with Glock. I carry one every day, and, and actually all my kit is set up for uh, Glock 17, so I run that you know, religiously as well. And I made the commitment that I was going to shoot an M&P until I felt that I had mastered everything I could within the ESP, SSP, and uh, production uh, arena. And so I, I still think that I still have some work to go. I still don't feel like I'm uh, you know, operating at a, at a hundred percent or where I feel that, uh, I've wanted to achieve, but, uh, as it stands right now, I mean, working with that gun and solely that gun has, is I've seen an increase in performance. Uh, the jumps have been tremendous. Uh, here at ITI, we teach the government on the Glock 17, 19, the 92 FS, uh, Beretta and the SIG 229, 228 model guns. And for the longest time, I was transitioning from Beretta to SIG to Glock to back to Beretta, back to SIG throughout the training days. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in a week, I'd shoot three different guns. And what I found was is that my performance would increase, but I got the biggest jump when I stuck with one gun and trained with that gun solely. Now you just struck a nerve with me on that one, huh? <laughs> I, I, might, I might have to do something. <laughs> might have to put well, something down. Yeah, and you know, a lot of people too, they'll, they'll transition from shooting a, a 1911 on one match, and then the next match they're shooting a 2011, and then the next match they're shooting an open gun, and then they're shooting a production gun. And when you're transitioning back and forth, all of those different guns have different characteristics and the way that they feel, the angle of the load, the recoil, the snappiness of the recoil, uh, you know, whether it's more or less based on the gun. Uh, all of those things play a factor in your performance. Um, you know, I know my times in and out, and I think one of the biggest things that gives me an advantage over other instructors is that I know that clock like the back of my hand, so I can tell a student when they shoot a 35 split versus a 28 split. Um, and so when you're able to understand those differences, the performance of the gun, the way that it changes uh, can be you know, the difference between 10th place and first place, you know? So I think, you know, being dedicated to one gun for a season throughout the whole season becomes really important. If you have to transition, like I shoot production primarily, uh, if I have to go into uh, like single stag nationals, I shot that for the first time this year. That was a learning experience for me. And I figured, Hey man, the gun's got sights and a trigger on it. 
I can shoot it. <laughs> and I gave myself a week and it wasn't enough time with the gun. And so this year I'm going to give myself, you know, a month, month and a half of continuous use with that. And I truly get used to the gun and, and, you know, I can run it, but I just can't run it at the highest level that I, that I want to be able to perform in a national match until I, I really get into it. Okay. That Warren tactical is basically putting your, pistol down to like a just using that front bead like a like a shotgun used to be how how does that help well it helps with the different levels of sight picture um i've mentioned in in my blog innovative shooting concepts uh a couple of times about sight picture and so when you like everybody understands sight picture in the general term equal light on both sides flat across the top and focus on the front sight post so you have alignment and the sight picture that you're looking at the way I benefit from Warren, Warren sites or the use of Warren sites is that the front sight post, I use the red insert, the red fiber insert, that stands out so bright as comparison to um, like factory sites that have the, the three dots on them or whatever painted scheme on it. Um, that front sight stands out so much that it allows me to be able to not focus on it as, as sharply in closer distances, it allows me to be able to take my focus more towards the target rather than the, the sight on the gun. So if I've got a target that's at 10 yards, there's a good chance that I'm going to be looking more at the target than I will at my sight picture because I have orientation to where the sights are, are lined up and pointed based on my peripheral vision and seeing that red dot in the middle. Uh, now, sometimes that's costed me a you know, a no-shoot here or a miss there or hit into hardcover sometimes. Um, and so I'm, I'm still trying to perfect that and being able to go further out without having to use quite so much sight picture. Now, of course, once you get to 25, 30, you know, even 50 yards, then, then my focus for me is completely on the sight picture uh, and looking at those hard physical sights and then the target's completely blurry. But, but having that, that red stand out so bright uh, really allows me to be able to fluctuate my vision more. And when you're dealing on a stage with 16 targets or, you know, 10 or 12 targets, something like that, you've, the gun has to be in a lot of different places. And so your eyes need can only focus on one thing at a time. And so if you're constantly shifting, you know, back and forth from target to site, target to site, target to site consciously, then your times are going to be slow. Uh, you have to kind of build in the habit to, know when to come to the site and how much of that site picture you truly need to get for the shot you have to take. I'm glad I recorded this, man. That was some good stuff you just told me. Man, I'm spitting all kinds of stuff. I'm just going <laughs> just getting viral with it. It's good, man. I mean, it's it's certainly no, you know, it's not any, um, you know, it's not rocket science. This isn't the first time that somebody's mentioned this. And so when people take my classes, they take what they've heard and apply it to now what I'm showing them. And so that's where the aha moment comes in. And everybody goes, oh, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, you know, at, at ITI here, I'm a full-time firearms instructor uh, and have been for almost eight years. So, uh, you know, today is a, a nice day to be able to catch up on some paperwork and get some logistical stuff set aside. But, you know, most of the time I'm, I'm on the range. So I'm, I'm dealing with, you know, students that, are at the basic level who have never fired a handgun, the intermediate students that are trying to get to that next level, and then the most advanced students that, 
you know, can almost keep up with, with what I can do on the range. And so you have to tailor, you have to be able to tailor that class accordingly. Uh, and so I get to do that every day here at ITI. And then my email uh, can be reached with Brandon, B-R-A-N-D-O-N, at rightshooting.com. And uh, people can reach out that way. Or, um, you know, I'm, I'm here at ITI as well. They can reach me through the, uh, the ITI website, which is www.g4siti.com. And uh, I can be reached by my name, Brandon, B-R-A-N-D-O-N, dot right, W-R-I-G-H-T, at g4s.com. Oh, man, that'll work. Thank you, man. I'm going to hit you back for some tips from time to time, if that's all right. Absolutely, man. Uh, whatever I can do to, to you know, either bring, um, you know, more people there and we can, you know, cross-promote over to either my site or my blog or ITI or, or whatever. We just, we really want to be able to get the word out and, and let people know what, you know, the training that we have available here and that, that we are close to, you know, um, uh, Virginia Beach and D.C. and, and this whole you know, eastern side of the state for sure. And then we have the ability to go mobile as well. So if somebody needs training in New Jersey or, or Maine or, you know, California or whatever, we'll, we'll travel and, and meet their needs as best that we can. So you're, you're probably about, about how far from Richmond, Virginia? 30 minutes south of Richmond. Okay. For everybody listening, I'll give you a point of reference to where he's talking. And, and weather-wise, the winter has, hasn't hit yet, but how long before that's going to be? dicey probably about a month uh, i would say and it's been really nice the last couple of days but uh it's going to start to get cold real cold uh here in december and then january february uh are usually the coldest months uh and then as we start to get into spring march starts to warm up and then of course april and may and, and we're off rocking again as far as uh being outdoors and shooting do you have an indoor range we do not um uh, but if somebody has a range that they can uh can use or rent you know our instructors will travel and and hopefully meet their needs but uh, otherwise we're out here bearing the cold and boots and jackets and and uh, still providing the same level of training just sometimes the environment will will get to people in their head and that sort of thing so it's not as enjoyable that's for sure gotcha all right man thank you so much all right no problem crossbreedholsters.com Often imitated, never duplicated, handcrafted in the USA. Home of the lifetime warranty and a tried free guarantee. Crossbreedholsters.com. Hey, I know a lot of us are planning to go to SHOT Show in January 2014. I want to give you a few tips and the benefits of some hard knocks. The next SHOT Show is January 14th through the 17th. It's at the Sands Convention Center. It's the same place it was the last couple of times, and it's the biggest collection of businesses and people in this industry that you'll ever see. The bad part is that it is not open to everybody. There is a pecking order, and if you don't fit in that order, you will soon find out. seems like the big money companies are easy to find. If you are new to the industry, just the opposite. You might be in a basement in a dungeon somewhere, and you are hustling, trying to get folks to find your booth. There is a media day at the range that is way big fun, but it's not open to everybody and everybody not invited to that either. Uh, this is the ninth annual SHOT Show coming up this time. 
um, many a day at the range. It's going to be on Monday, the 13th, before the show even starts. It's out at uh, Boulder City, Nevada. It's about 25 miles south of Las Vegas. And uh, the media day is split in two sessions. The first will be open to 700 invited media members, and the afternoon session is open to 700 at-large registered media. That's usually us, the podcasters and the bloggers. And uh, there's over 140 exhibiting manufacturers there. It's a big to-do. The bad part, though, um, for last year, the food was only for the first part. So there was even like lunch. And it got kind of raw out there after 1 o'clock. Even though this is in the Nevada desert, it was but cold out there in the desert. And I want to give you a little tip for dressing out there. Um, you might want to eat before you go if you're in an evening session, in an afternoon session. And after a couple of hours, you'll be ready to, to head out. If the weather was bad like it was last year, vendors actually started packing up. So you didn't get the full effect um, of the first why is there a separation? Well, a couple of years ago, I was I actually got on a bus with a whole bunch of journalists, and I was the only blogger, podcaster up there, and they were going for it, man. They were abusing bloggers, saying that you know any numbnuts with a blog could be considered media, and some of these guys had worked their work for years, um, sucking up to and getting abused by publishers and editors to be able to come out to write for magazines and to go to this conference. And now some Tom, Dick, and Harry with a blog was getting the same benefit without the same, you know, not paying the same dues. So wasn't a lot of love out there for a blogger or a podcaster. And then when you get the blogger who comes out there and they are just taking uh, pictures of themselves for Facebook shooting a gun. And then you got a journalist, freelance writer that they get paid for this. Um, they've been sent on assignment to cover something and they got to wait for one of us to get out the way. It's a culture change. Even though some of the bloggers get more reads than these magazines, the industry hasn't found that yet. Um, it's a, it's a whole different world. The paradigm is, is changing but it's changing slow. Um, National Sports Shooting Foundation that runs the SHOT Show understands it all, but now it's just the devils and the details are making the both the, the new community and the old community kind of work together. So they got this split thing, and you don't want to be out there when it was cold like I was, and I had I wore the right clothes, but I'm buying some better stuff now. I'm actually going to get uh, some color-coordinated stuff. I'm going to be styling and... uh it's my Christmas present to myself. Get me a nice hat and a coat that I can wear out there in the cold. Now, here's the tip. You don't want to have clothes that are too heavy or too light. It rained and snowed once when I was there. You want to dress in layers. Yeah. So you can take off stuff. And it sounds like no, 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 no ass Sherlock, but... The concept for dressing in layers for warmth is recommended and has been used for centuries. I mean, I'm not the first one to mention that. I'm just telling you, your grandma probably told you the same thing. The skin layer is your first layer of defense against the cold. 
You want to make sure that you can wrap that bad boy up, but you want to have it so it wicks away the perspiration that your body is going to produce out there. The middle layer is what you normally think of, like turtlenecks and shirt or sweater to protect the wear, and then they got the coat. Wool shirts are preferred over cotton because they absorb the sweat. Remember that. Now, all you guys that hunt, you already know this stuff. But some of us city slickers might not know. And I don't want you to go out there and get yourself uh, the pneumonia. You won't need any like uh, cold weather pants out there. But if you had on some long johns, you might just be doing all right. Your feet are a different story. It is rocky as heck out there and sandy. Um, you'll be standing for at least three or four hours and make sure you don't twist your ankles. Sometimes you can walk in a gully or a ditch out there. Uh, two layers of socks might be a good idea. Um, if you got some hiking boots or something that you can walk on, that's also smart. And there's some like good stuff to wear. Just hit one of those. Um, just think if you were hunting or you're going to shoot outside for four or five hours, what do you need to wear? That'll pretty much take care of it right there. Not an indoor range, you're outside. In cold weather, your body loses heat in a number of different ways through convection, radiation, evaporation, and conduction. Did you, did you know that? Convection heat loss occurs when cooled or cold air are heated by your body's warmth. The air currents carry your heat out and away from your body. And the best prevention for convection heat loss is several layers of clothing, like I just said, each with traps warm air, making it harder for that air to move away from your skin. Now, radiant heat is the type of heat you feel on your face and hands from an open fire. So like a fire, your body radiates heat that's generated by various internal processes like digestion. Like if you were in that first group and you eating some barbecue, you might get kind of toasty by the time you finished. Several layers of clothing will prevent that heat loss, but it's going to make you hot. So you might actually start sweating after you eat. Evaporative heat loss is more difficult to control since your body will sweat even out there in the desert if you're active. The best strategy for that, too, is to wick or transport that moisture away from your skin. And finally, the conductive heat loss occurs when something cold or wet touches your body, which definitely that shouldn't happen unless somebody spills something on you. Um, it'll happen really bad at conductive heat loss if you get doused with something fall into a cooler or something. And the best defense against that is to change your clothes. I hope that helps, and I hope that you get a chance to uh, enjoy yourself out there at SHOT Show. Hope I see you too, actually. Hopefully I'm going. I'm trying to make it out to Vegas twice in one month, going out to the New Media Expo, speaking on niche marketing, and then a couple weeks later, coming back for SHOT. I got champagne taste and beer money. So we'll see where it goes. Hank Strange, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Reverend Gay. It's a pleasure. Man, I thank you for your persistence and uh, and let me know you were there. Because it only took like how long before I contacted you back? Um few months, but I kept knocking on the door. See, that's a lesson. Yeah, I'm a glad lesson you me. answered without your shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. And you, you do some good stuff on YouTube. And, and tell me about that. Hey. Tell me about your YouTube channel. 
Well, my YouTube channel's been up for about five and a half, six months. Um, I'm new to the gun world. I really don't know a lot. I figured I'd make a, a channel showing my adventure, my exploration, and my learning process about guns. And basically, that's what I do in my channel. I show a lot of different guns. I like guns. So I show guns. Uh, my, my motto is guns, girls, and gear. All right. So I got a lot of guns, a lot of gear, and, you know, some girls in there, too. How does how does that go over at home? And uh, well, my wife Lola Strange, she's a big part of what I do. She's um, you know behind the scenes and also in front of the camera, so she loves it. You know, she's cool with that. She always has been. Oh, okay. She knows who I am, and we we actually get along pretty well. We're partners. You know, we're partners and friends, and you know all that kind of good stuff. So, hey, that's that's what makes it makes it right. Absolutely, I'm very fortunate to be married to her. Hey, your um, your videos have a kind of professional quality to it. You're not the average throw up a camera YouTube person. You got some skill, man. What, how did you get like that? Well, I've been in broadcasting for years and years. Um, I have gone to broadcasting school. I went to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting. However, before that, I, I was self-taught. Uh, I know how to do 3D graphics, editing, video photography. And I, I do a lot of writing and art and all that kind of stuff. So I've been practicing for a long time to make YouTube videos. Yeah, it, it shows, dude. It shows. Thank you. I appreciate that. So how can we contact you? What's your URLs and all that good stuff? Um, I'm, you can contact me through HankStrange.com or YouTube slash HankStrange. I'm HankStrange on Twitter and Instagram. And also I'm HankStrange on Facebook. Okay, good deal. What's the, the logo? Yeah. That's kind of a unique thing. How did it come about? Well, you know, I was born in the Caribbean. I'm, I'm from Guyana, which is actually on the continent of South America, but it's considered Caribbean. Right. And, um, you know, I, uh, I have a deep heritage of pirates in my family. <laughs> gotcha. So that's where, you know, that's actually the skull and crossbones from the pirate flag. And I threw some guns and knives in there. It's something I did really quick. I'm planning on updating it, but a lot of people like it. And I'm, I'm pretty happy with it so far. Yeah, man. Who could not like pirates, dude? Huh? <laughs> who yeah, might, exactly. Who doesn't like, right? does like pirates? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all, you know, it's fun. You know, I'm a pirate of the Caribbean. That's the way I look at it. That's it. That's it. So, Good stuff. I love the game. One of the yeah. cool, coolest things you probably found out is that once you're in this community, how cool the people are. Is that what you see? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. The gun community, you know, I'm not a big joiner. You right. know, I'm kind of like a lone wolf. Yeah. And I was a little, you know, uh, skeptical of getting involved with the gun community, um, especially from the background that I came from growing up in New York. However, I've been really, really pleasantly surprised by people in the gun world. They, you know, they welcome you with open arms. There's, you know, it's not like Hollywood or something like that. There's not a lot of jealousy or envy. People go out of their way to help you out. A lot of folks have shared guns with me and gun knowledge, and they're always trying to teach me things and help promote what I'm doing. So I'm, I'm really happy with the gun community. Yeah, that totally goes in, in reverse for what people think about gun people, doesn't it? Right. Absolutely. You know, a lot of people think that in, you know, and, and I moved to Florida specifically so that I can actually own guns. Right. And a lot of people think it would be, you know, they think oh, it's going to be the Wild West. Everyone's going to be shooting at 
you know, it's it's nothing like that. Gun folks are really good folks. I think they're like the salt of America. You know, we're talking about patriotic, kind, giving people. And, uh, I mean, for example, Max, the military arms channel, you know, I went out to Kentucky to the bullpup shoot, and I thought, you know, Mac will be there and I'll meet him. Not only did I meet him, he spent a bunch of time talking to me and giving me tips and, and telling me, you know what, I'll help you out, I'll help promote your stuff. He gave me an interview, and I got a really big bump from uh, his support. And it's just amazing to me. I, you know, I can't really say enough good things about the gun community, so people should get involved. I know. Every, every once in a while, I'll be totally in the wrong place. And I, I say that because I'll be with people who don't understand that some of the best things in America have to do with this firearm community and they'll be yeah. ranting and raving about the gun people and I'm looking at them like yeah but you don't know the people I know you don't you don't see what no. I see no we get you know when from the media the media representation of gun folks is really really skewed and in, in the wrong it's deliberate but it's skewed in the wrong direction you know they make it out to be some people who are against uh, America or, you know, just mean, uh, broken monsters or something like that. And those folks that we see doing those bad things, those are not gun folks. True. You know, those are not real gun folks. Real gun folks are in this whole thing so that they can protect themselves, their families, and their communities. Yeah, they care about the same you stuff know. that we do. Absolutely. You know, and, and I'll be honest with you. A lot of people think that, well, gun folks, if you're black, you know, that they're all, they're a bunch of white guys. And if they're, if you're black, they won't like you. That's not true. Right. <laughs> you know, they think that if you're, if you're gay, if you're, you know, all, all the different things that people want to put up out there, they'll be against you. And that's absolutely not true. That's just the opposite. Everyone is included in the gun community. Yeah. Cause we got yeah. everybody in the gun community. Yes, exactly. Everyone's in there. When I go out to the range, I see, I live in, in uh, just outside of Gainesville, Florida. So, you know, and Gainesville is a university town. Okay. So, you know, you can put everything that goes along with that. It's a university town. And when I go into town to go to the range, I see everyone there. Yeah. From every single community, it's the entire rainbow. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> he says with a smile. And that's a good yeah. thing, man. That's a good thing. Yeah. So what's your next yeah. project? What you going to work on next? Um, well, I've got a bunch of things going on. I'm, I'm, I'm starting, you know, to give myself a little bit of an education on guns. I'm looking into some classic guns. So I've got a few videos coming out with some old school guns. Um, the CZ-52, which is a Takarov, shoot fires a Takarov round. I have something coming out on that. Uh, I've got a 380 from the 70s. <laughs> All right. So I, I'm, I'm going to do a video with that. You know, there's a lot of different things coming out. Actually, Mondays is pinup Mondays for me. So a few years ago, I did a documentary on a pinup artist, and I've been sharing videos, of, you know, a few clips out of that footage that I have. So and I put that out every Monday. Oh, that's, so like, some that's of that a from Pennsylvania. Be... Yes. That would be Mike James. He's a brilliant artist. I learned a lot of stuff from him. And I have about 40 hours of footage. So, wow. Yeah. I see you've, you've been looking at some of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, man. 
I want to know, 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 who, I'm, know who I'm talking to. <laughs> I, I will do my research. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, that's cool. I've been, you know what? I've been researching you too, man. You you are, you know, when when my family, we gave up a lot to come to America. And, you know, when I thought about, I was really excited to come here. And when I thought about my American dream, I think you embody that, you know. From, from my research I've done on, on you, you were in the Marines, right? Yes, sir. You know, um, you've, you've served your country in a lot of ways. You're, you know, you're amazing, man. To me, you are the embodiment of the American dream. All right, now I'm uh, all awkward and blushing and stuff. But thank you, yeah. dude. No, I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of you, you know, and, and I'm very proud that you would, you know, choose to highlight me, someone who's lived a life. I mean, you know, people who listen to your show know all the great things you've done. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really honored, man. And today's Veterans Day. I don't know if you're a veteran. I know you served. Yep, yep, I'm a veteran. Oh, okay. So happy Veterans Day to you and yep. everyone else out there who served. I never had the pleasure of serving, but I always salute those who served and are still serving out there. So. Yeah, and I actually have a lot of friends. For some reason, I have friends that in all branches of the military, but I have a lot of friends that are Marines. What's up with you guys? <laughs> yeah, we're a little different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys never cease to amaze me. <laughs> yeah, we're a little different. Yeah, my, my wife would tell you that even today, mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm an old, okay. and I'm an old head. <laughs> <laughs> Once a marine, always a marine out here. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the yeah. truth. So yeah. you're 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 a husband and a father. Yeah, I'm a husband and a father, and you know um, I've got two sons. I all take right. them out to the range with me all the time. They love shooting. They know more about guns than I do. That's yeah. Cool, a lot of people on YouTube are always telling me about guns. You know, they leave comments and everything, which I love. They don't realize that my sons come down on me harder than anyone. <laughs> and, you know, these kids nowadays, I don't know how, but they know a lot about guns. You know, and I, I think, you know, it's a good thing. What you have to do is make sure that you show them, you know, how destructive guns can be and, and how to handle guns safely and also how that, you know, these guns can save your life or protect you. Yeah, it's, so a, it's a double you know, thing. Yeah, it's important to share that with your kids, you know, because they're going to come across, you know, it's it's very likely that kids are going to come across guns somehow. And I think it's really important that it's not something that they fear when they come across it, you know? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, favorite favorite, so, favorite firearm of yours? My favorite firearm right now, I'm going to say, is my Tavor. Have you heard of the Tavor? Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah, ex- exotic-looking you know, shotgun. Yeah, no, no, no. That's uh, you're talking about the KSG. The Tavor is a bullpup, like the KSG, but ah. the Tavor is a five-five-six uh-huh. round. The Israel made. So that it's one. not an AR, huh? The Israelis make that one. Yes, that's the one that the Israelis make. It's uh-huh. made by IWI. Yeah. Um, you know, it's almost like getting you know to get an SBR because of all our crazy laws that we yeah. have. You have to, you know, what you have to go through to get an SBR short-barreled rifle. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, a bullpup is a short-barreled, if you get it in, in rifle form, you, it's a short-barreled rifle that you can get without going through all of that yeah. because all the action takes place behind the trigger. So it has a short, it's the same length barrel and everything, but it has a shorter footprint kind of, you know, and you can maneuver around for uh, CQB situations. 
And that's your favorite now, huh? I know it definitely looks good in the movies. Uh, yeah, you know, right now, listen, I love guns, so I'm always, you know, jumping from one gun to another. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm and I'm a big fan of bullpups. I really like the bullpup design. It's been out for a while, but it hasn't quite caught on mm-hmm. with the American, uh, you know, firearms community as much as it should at, at this point. I think it's, you know, the Tavor is helping that because the Tavor is a bullpup rifle that works and works well. Okay. And takes um, all AR magazines, by the way. So, or pretty much, I should say, most AR magazines. You know? Um, well, I have to check that out. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a, you know, I've got a bunch of videos on it. And are you ever in Florida? Mm, not. I have to do it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're ever here in Florida, you should absolutely get in touch with me, man. We'll go out to the range and we'll shoot a bunch of guns. Uh, that's going to that's gonna happen. Yeah. You know, I would love to do that in Maryland, but that's not so easy for me. The, it's cost prohibitive. It's uh, hard to yeah. find a place. It's just nuts, man, here right now. Yeah. Is it is it easy to get a, a CCW in Maryland? Oh, no. No, okay. Oh, no. It's, so. it's, it's pretty close to New Jersey. Yeah, I used to live in New Jersey, <laughs> and I know how that is. <laughs> yeah. When I'm driving around, I, I avoid Maryland and New Jersey. <laughs> Yeah, that's just how you have to do it. Yeah, yeah. So, so what, kind of, what, you know, what, what kind of camera are you using when you take your videos? I use a bunch of cameras. I use a Canon HD camcorder, and I use uh, GoPros. Sometimes really? I use my iPhone. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Tip, a lot. A lot of my things that I do have about three different cameras in there, but you know, sometimes the most convenient thing might be an iPhone, so I use that or just a hand, handheld camera. So. Ah, so you 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 make all your magic happen on the edit. Yeah, I spend hours and hours editing. <laughs> I know. It's probably that's, not a good thing. I need to simplify it, you know. No, but that's that's why your stuff stands out, and it's also why I've been afraid of video because it's just it's a whole nother level, dude, than audio. Yeah, well, you know, I think that to be honest with you, the the most successful people on YouTube don't get as complicated as I do. I think it's the person when it's like when you, when you buy something, you buy the person selling that thing to you typically. And I think it's the same thing with YouTube. A lot of us are going to YouTube, not for a lot of fancy graphics and, and big budget production, but for that person who's giving us that message. Mm. So, you know, and I think people, you know, I've seen some of your stuff on YouTube, and I think, you know, you're very comfortable in front of the camera, you're relaxed, and, and you are yourself, and that's what people are looking for. Now, <laughs> there's yeah. a whole, whole yeah. bunch of videos that nobody's seen that I was like, no, I ain't, I ain't putting that out. <laughs> oh, no, you got to put up those throwback videos, man, so we can see that stuff. Yeah. All right, we'll do. What do you think about this Google Plus stuff that's out there now, man, that Google's forcing us to go over to Google Plus? I'm not feeling it. Um, yeah, yeah. I, whenever yeah, somebody, it, when Facebook has started to just get freaky, too, I mean, yeah. they, they do it in increments where it's like you don't, you're not supposed to pay attention to it, you're not supposed to notice, but between mm-hmm. between the Google Plus, the Facebook, and, and just yeah. making you do stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, I understand that change is part of progress, so I get that. But, you know, it seems to me like Google made a drastic change, and they're just forcing us. You know, I feel like, you know, when you they force cattle into the slaughter pen? Yeah. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. 
you know, stuff like that it, with, with this whole, you know, Google Plus thing. And, and uh, you know, comments are how I communicate with people and forcing everyone to go over to Google Plus when they don't necessarily want to do that. I, I just think that, you know, it's not really the best way to go. Yeah, I, th- I think yeah. it's for monet- monetization, actually. It wouldn't happen if it wasn't some money behind it. Yeah. So and, haven't... you know, it'll be it'll be great if they shared some of that revenue with those of us who work hard out there to create their content that they make so much money from. True. But I think yeah. it also is going to switch back because Google has created stuff that has died, and then they'll just change again. So if you just hang on long enough, it'll go back to what works, I think. Yeah, if you get enough people complaining. I see one of the founders of Google was actually out there complaining, so maybe they'll listen to that guy. Oh, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he used some expletives that I won't repeat on your show. Right, right. <laughs> but it, you but, know, it's, to it. but it's tons of mm-hmm. stuff that I've tried that I just abandoned on the Vine, too. I mean, and I'm I'm not even close mm-hmm. to being Google, so there's some stuff that you can do on the Internet Unfortunately, mm-hmm. we've got millions of people behind you. It's a major deal. So Yeah. Can- you know what I think would be cool? I think it would be cool if there was a uh, some sort of uh, social, um, I don't know, network or how to put it, but for gun folks, you know, specifically for gun folks. I think that I, there probably are some things, but something where we could put up our, our uh, photographs and videos and everything. Um, that would really, to me, be great because a lot of these social networks out there like Facebook and, and uh, Google, even Twitter, they're actually anti-gun. Yeah. So, and I think they do things in the background to hurt our cause, you know, even though they make money off of us because what we do is pretty popular. I, I created a, a small Ning site that does exactly that. Um, it's called Freedoms, oh, okay. freedomsnetwork.org, and it has about, okay, freedom. okay. about 350 people on it. It's still still tiny in the microcosm, yeah. but it's kind of my, my prepper's backup in case they just pull the plug mm-hmm. on all gun people. There's at least 350 of us that won't be gone. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's out there, right? I need to, yeah. I need to look that up and join that. Yeah, man, come on Definitely over. Definitely become part of it. Absolutely. Have you ever thought about doing a Kickstarter? Because the big thing here is we need, you know, to really get it going, the more people you get, you need, the more servers you're going to need. Have you done a Kickstarter for that? No, I've been just funding it on my own. And uh, okay. as, as soon as it got bigger that I had to, then I would. But right now it's it's maintaining. But but check it out, okay. man. You, you, you might be uh, the catalyst to help me expand it a little bit better. Well, you know, I'll do everything with my, you know, my new powers to help promote it. <laughs> you know, we, we need things. We need things like that out there. So we should all get out there and support anything like that that exists. You know, that I, I believe strongly in that. Oh, cool, man. Final words? Yeah. Um, well, you know, I just want to tell everyone to get out there and check out HankStrange.com. You know, uh, check me out on YouTube, like, share, subscribe to my channel, put me in your favorites, like I usually say. And I want to thank Reverend Ken Blanchard for having me on his show. It's a big deal for me. I'm pretty excited about that. Man, thank you, Hank, man, for just being you. And sorry it took me so long to find you, but I'm glad I did. Oh, no, that's cool, man. We, we have found each other, and it's the start of a beautiful friendship, I think. You got it. Now I got another place to come in Florida. 
Absolutely, man. Can't wait to have you and you know your your beautiful wife. You have you have how you know you have kids, right? Yeah, o- older kids. Oh, older. Okay. Oh, you've already gone through it. I'm still going through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My 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 baby just graduated college in in May. Oh, congratulations! Nice. That's great. And now the bills yeah. are coming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be like that for a little while, you know. Yeah, man. The hustle, the hustle never ends. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you're you're very proud. I am. I am. Yeah. But, but thanks, dude. All right. Thanks a lot, man, for having me. All right. We'll talk to you again soon. Okay. TopGunReview.com. It's a new site for new shooters. Helps you find the gun that fits your needs. With buying guides, rankings, and reviews. TopGunReview.com, where new shooters find their gun. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Google+. Check it out after the show. TopGunReview.com. Hey, I want to give a quick shout out to my friends at XSSites.com. Yeah. Out of Texas. Man, where is the time going? Could you do me a favor this week and go to blackmanwithagun.com and leave me a comment? I don't care if you just say, hey, or yo, or what's up? Put a comment down there. I need some traffic on that site. I need to redo some stuff and get myself together. So please, please, please check out the show notes on 348 and just leave a comment for me, please. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for rolling with a brother. If you want to contact me, my voicemail is 888-675-0202. My email is blackmanwithagun at gmail.com. The show notes and all media links can be found on blackmanwithagun.com. Check out the affiliates, the blog, and sign up on the contact list that I have there. If you like what you heard, please tell somebody. And until we meet again, Shalom, baby.